Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Unapologetic at 50. I am your host, Sharon Fields. This is an uncapped community discussing real life issues. In your 50s, you have the right to say, I have no time for games. Never regret in the past or apologizing for wanting a better future. Join me and special guests as we discuss topics and provide tools to navigate our midlife challenges. Hey, my wisdom warriors, my unapologetic at 50 and 50 plus. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I just love you guys. You are such great listeners and subscribers, and I know that you're sharing the podcast, so I'm going to ask you to continue to do that. That's how we get this out there to everyone who needs it and so they can enjoy it. So remember, after you listen to every podcast, make sure that you subscribe if you haven't already make sure that you leave a comment and always give me five stars y'all I need it anyway thank you for joining me again for this episode I am so excited to share my guest with you she is a friend she is a sister she brings me confirmations I can talk to her no matter what I'm going through Sometimes y'all, I gotta, you know, be like, wait a minute, you know that she got a life of her own, right? She's like my therapist, but she never asked for a dime because that is just her heart and her spirit. So today we're going to be talking about being unapologetically Gen X. Yes, X, not S. I know sometimes, you know, it sounds a little funny when I'm saying things, but I am saying X as in X-ray. And let me tell you, I am Gen X and I love it. I'm living my life like La Vida. Is that how you say it? Remember that music? Ah, we used to be jamming to that back in the day. If you're Gen X, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But 1965 to 1979, That's the tribe right there. You're unapologetic at 50 and 50 plus, and it's time to celebrate. So I have someone with me today that is going to talk about being Gen X. She is a podcaster, a small business owner, amongst so many other things. So right now, I want to introduce to you Kim Sumter. Hey, Kim. Hey, Sharon. I just want to know, can I be one of your warrior friends? Yes, absolutely. I just want to know, am I in that, am I a part of that tribe where I can be one of the warriors for the the women over 50? Because we are just kind of putting it down. And um, yes, just like you, honey, proud, proud to be Gen X on the side of the 1965-ish side, kind of around closer to that era. But, you know, yes, <laughs> I'll accept it. I'm taking it. I'm embracing it all. How are you doing, Sharon? I am doing good. I, you know what? You are my wisdom warrior. Whenever I think about a wisdom warrior, it's you. Absolutely. Yeah, but you are my wisdom warrior too. It's like, When I have this, I need this calmness. I need someone to talk to that can just really kind of make it, you know, put everything in perspective. 
you are the first person that I call and you know that, you know, we were doing that for each other, um, you know, during the pandemic, but you definitely are that calm person. So I have to give you that title too. You are that for me as well. Oh, Kim, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. So we are going to go ahead and get into it. Today, we're talking about being Gen X. You know, there are so many things that are available to us um, now that weren't when we were growing up. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm 1968, right? So I can think of a lot of different things Starting with the easiest one, which is technology. Not that we didn't have technology then, but it's so much more advanced now. And I have to be honest, sometimes I be getting lost and all of that. I'm sitting here looking at the computer like, yo, am I crazy or why is this taking me so long but for Mm -hmm. some people especially millennials and other generations it's just like one two three and I'm saying now I've been here for a minute did I lose some brain cells or something like that that's why I can't get it Mm -hmm. well listen I I'm like you I didn't start off being tech savvy at all but I remember I think eighth grade this is how far I'm going back because I was also born in 1968 as well but I remember when we got our first computer and it it was foreign to me I didn't want to use it it was interesting to have in the house my mom used it all that but I didn't really start thinking about a technology until I had to use it when I started getting into the workforce where now this is it you know there are no more file folders and doing anything by hand so you were pretty much forced to learn how to do those things and that's what happened for me and lots of situations where I just had to come up to speed or else I wasn't going to have a job or I wasn't going to be able to move things forward as I started to evolve into entrepreneurship and all of that. So, so now it's a part of our everyday lives. We're living, living online. We're living in our phones. We're living on apps and all of that. So I think we kind of met up to speed now. We're good on that. Yeah. It's not going anywhere right? It's going to keep advancing. Every time Mm -hmm. you turn around, there's a new app, um, something new on social media. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that I can say is I may not be the best at it, but I keep at it. You know what I mean? That way I'll have a general idea of how to use it. And I do have friends like you that I can reach out to and say, girl, This thing Mm -hmm. is driving me crazy. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) Yes, but I remember though, I remember inside um, one of our Facebook groups that you and I are connected to, you had mentioned that you weren't really tech savvy, but you are, look at you. First of all, you're podcasting right? So you went from beyond just trying to figure out just basic things online and how to do certain things. Now you are actually podcasting, editing, recording. So you have gone beyond the threshold of it, but I, it's it's funny now, now that I know how to do all these things, I'd really like to be able to outsource somebody to do it for me (laughs) because I'm just sick of looking at the laptops all day. I'm sick of looking at my phone. I'm sick of it all. I just now I'm transitioning into this stage of my life where I just want to rest. I just want to chill. I don't want to be in a rat race of trying to figure all of this out anymore and all of that. So, you know, I think maybe that's a a good part of me getting a little bit older because I'm looking at life in a different perspective and things that I just really want to be hyper-focused on in a different perspective that's outside of social media, technology, and all of that. We're going to be stuck with it. 
Yeah, I I agree. I I actually think that that is two things with you. I think that is that whole wisdom portion and being more self-aware, the things that you like to do, you know, that you don't, the things that uh, bring you peace, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of causing you more stress. And that's also that entrepreneurial side of you. Right. Right, Because entrepreneurs initially, when we start, we're like that uh, staples button. We do everything. Right. But Mm -hmm. then as you progress and you get more mature and learning in your business, you start to see also, hey, some of these things. No, I got to task them out because Mm -hmm. it won't allow me to be the best that I can be for the business that I have created and are growing. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Am I on the right track with that? It makes all the sense. You sure are. It's so funny. I started my business in my 40s, which feels like I was so much younger back then, right? which is crazy because it was just 10 years ago. But anyway, because when you're new in business and you're trying to figure it out and you want to make sure that you are where your competition is and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, figuring it all out and you're really excited about the whole entrepreneurial journey. And now kind of fast forwarding, I am still excited about that journey, but I approach, I think, entrepreneurship and my thought about it in a whole different way now because now I am more sensitive to limitations I'm more sensitive to making sure that my time isn't completely spent online and on social media all day long, trying to post and, you know, and and research about my business and all of that. I want to be able to enjoy my life too. I think that was a big part of what was missing in my journey for a very long time is balancing it. And, you know, a lot of people say there really isn't a work-life kind of balance thing that it's it's a myth, but I do think that there is balance that we can create in our lives where we give a hundred percent to all the things that we're trying to do, but we need to manage and prioritize what those things are and know when to lay them down. Know when it's time for you to snuggle up with your boo and shut the computer off. Know when it's time to do the things that you need to do as it relates to what you're trying to build, but just really building a balance. And now I feel so settled in all of that because I feel like the work that I put in, I'm going to give a hundred percent. And when I'm done, I'm done. Right. So the rest of it at this point is, is life and love, girl. I agree with you 100%. There has to be some type of work-life balance because with anything, when you're off balance, the level of stress and you're not giving what you really should be giving a hundred percent. Yeah. You want to give a hundred percent to your business, but overall, I would say your family, your peace, right? Being whole is Mm -hmm. something that you need to focus on more than business. And and that's my opinion. And the reason that I say that is because we only have one body. We have one body, we have one life, and it doesn't matter what it is that you're trying to obtain or create or whatever. Yeah, go for it. But remember, there is always going to be a point that you have to say me first. Right, right. That is so true. Let me tell you, I have to say, I think COVID changed so many things for so many of us. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, two things happened. One is I realized that I needed to slow it down. But then there's another part of me that says, you need to speed it up 
because you're 52 and you're not going to live your life. Like 52 is not a death sentence. 52 is the beginning. It's Mm -hmm. the second stage of, or the second part of your life where you have so much more awareness, right? So now I'm excited about doing things that I've never done before. So it's really funny that whole time of COVID really made me just sit and think about just life itself. Funny thing is when I did turn 50, when I crossed over that threshold and right before I turned 50, I felt like my life was going to be over. That's Mm. it. I'm done. Like nothing else is going to be, I can't create anymore. I'm too old for this. That was the whole thought process of of what I had. But I tell you, Sharon, this stage right now, I am loving every single bit of it. I'm loving every bit of where I am in my life right now. And I feel, I feel young. I feel vibrant. I feel aware. Girl, please 50. What? Let me just say, right? Let me just say, we are living right now. This is the stage of when people say living your best life. This is it right here. This Mm -hmm. little space right here, Gen X space, y'all. So y'all better hop on board with it. This is the living your best life stage. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is, I, I just love that we have the opportunity to have this conversation because 50, for some reason, people will always throw stuff out there when you are in your 30s, your late 20s, even. Oh, girl, you better do this or you better do that before you turn 50. This, that, and that. Like it, it was negative, is the word connotation or something like that, that they were attaching to being 50. So now mm-hmm. as you get closer to that number, you're like, oh my goodness, if I haven't done it already, I'm not going to get a chance to do it. You know, it was just this stigma. Maybe that's the right term. It's far from it. It's just like you said, if you've made it to 50 and over, it's definitely a time to celebrate because you have been here over 50 years and you have been, you have been up over, under, and around things that have happened in your life. And you came out with wisdom. You came out with knowledge right? And I pat myself on the back about that because I've been through some things and I'm still here so I can help others that are now going through because I've already done it and been there. Right, right. And let me tell you too, right? We got people to look up to. Our sisters in their 60s -hmm. talking Angela Bassett looking what? That is what we have to aspire to. It cannot get better than that. It can't get better than that. So when I'm looking at Angela, I'm looking at Viola Davis. I'm looking at all these beautiful chocolate black women who have, they, they have not let their age define who they are or define what they can and cannot do. They are reinventing themselves over and over and looking better and better as they get older. Isn't it is just amazing, incredible. So looking at that and watching that, witnessing that and knowing that, wow, I got no excuses, none, none whatsoever. So that's why I totally embrace, I embrace it. But more than anything, I feel happy that I am managing my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. I am being, I, I'm comfortable with saying no. I am comfortable with knowing that, you know, it is okay to put myself first. It's all right. You know, we always used to think about, you know, what other people might think or it looks selfish. When you get to where we are, your perspective on life, on what is important, on what other people think, 
changes mm-hmm. and it and it is what helps you to really carry yourself through and to live this stage the best that you can and and just feel better and great about where you are in life so the number the number 50 i remember i remember when i was turning 30 i thought that was it i i that was it and i literally think on my 30th birthday i had my first gray hair and I, I just said, no, I, I, 30, this, that, that was at that point, you're a mature, mature adult, all the games and all that stuff mm-hmm. is over. And between 30 and probably about 45, I think I was probably the most lost in my life that I could have ever been, had no awareness whatsoever, was just kind of going with the flow in life. And then somewhere along the line, as I started getting closer to this age, I woke up, it was like, okay, wow. All right, we got lots of time. We got lots of things that we need to do. I've learned lots in all those years. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, I felt like I was able to start over. Wow, that is awesome. Awesome. What was your favorite type of music before you turned 50? Girl. And is it your, is it still your favorite? Yes. Let me tell you something. Underground hip hop will always Always. Let me, let me just say this about music. I love all genres. I love all kinds of music. The funny thing is, is that I actually had a dream to be, cause I worked at different radio stations. I worked on a hip hop station. I worked in R and B, but my dream is to actually work for a soft rock station. Cause I lo- that's how much I just love music, but my favorite genre, my favorite type of music, I will, I will go down <laughs> with some big daddy king you hear me <laughs> yes girl yes. Go to the underground girl don't even play with me right now okay and i will Ooh. i will be 70 i will be 70 still loving underground hip-hop and hip-hop just hip-hop so that's me east coast hip-hop i'm just i'm just putting it out there i love everybody else everywhere else nothing like hip-hop from new york i'm sorry Ooh, girl. so that's yeah. what i'm loving yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you 100%. Um, and, and I think that it was nothing against the artist today. You know, you like what you like, you do what you do. But I think that I'm more connected to that because I felt like the music had a message. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? It was something that you could always relate to and you could go back to and, oh, rock him. Oh, Lord. Mm. Girl, so girl. It, it was just, it, and still today, like Method Man, Oh, anytime. Girl. Well, first day, of anyhow. all, let's pull it back on Method Man for a lot of reasons. Cause you talk about reinventing. Mm. He looks good. Okay. Yes. You hear what I'm saying? And I love how a lot of these hip hop artists have they they have transformed themselves or they've actually stood the test of time from going from music into yes. other parts of entertainment, a lot of acting and all of that. So girl, LL, you, mm-hmm. just, you know, Queen Latifah, let's get on the women. Yes, let's, let's come on, Jersey. Love. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So for that whole era, it was the soundtrack really of my life all parts of hip-hop and even the artists now I support I love their music and that is what I listen to that's what I'm jamming to when I'm doing work on Saturdays or whatever that's the thing that gets my headspace right when I'm going back that way right no disrespect like you said to the newer artists but you know not my thing always going back to old school always yeah yeah always a place in my heart as well everybody by now I think they know what I like. 
I Girl, love yes. house music. <laughs> yes. Every day, every hour. Yes. I mean, I don't know. It just like, I feel that it just flows through me. That's a freedom, you know, when I'm dancing. And in all honesty, it made me sad that there weren't house events that I could go to. There were people that actually had them, but I didn't feel I wasn't ready mm-hmm. to attend and, and go to any of them because of COVID. So I'm in my place jamming. You know, I know my neighbors is like, "Woo, this girl, she don't care what time of night, girl. I just love it. And well, when you feel th- it, you got to feel it. That's you know right. what I mean? Your body, yeah. your, your everything. Because music is a, it's something about music that transforms you, yes. you know, and it just embeds so deep in you when you love music it moves you it moves you so you know you could be doing a whole lot of other things in your apartment so tell your neighbors hold it down I'll be all right you're making a whole lot of other noises up in there <laughs> to be honest they probably down there jamming a couple of them uh-huh, was like sure yeah I heard are. your music the other day I was yes. like and what you do they was like we started having a couple of drinks and listening to your music and jamming yes. I was like okay yes. <laughs> welcome to the party <laughs> but I'm learning to appreciate house music because of you Sharon and anytime I hear house music I thank you girl I think of I, if I ever win a million dollars one of the things I want to do is have a real big event a music event and one of my favorite house artists is um Crystal Waters Okay. Yes. I'm going to bring Crystal Waters. I love Crystal Waters. And I know she probably got about four or five songs that was back in the 80s. Oh, she'll know. never die. She, she is just like, oh, anytime, anywhere. We yes. love Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there you go. But there's a lot of the artists that because of our last conversation, you told me that we're in Newark and in all those areas that I've been listening to and checking out. So I do have this new appreciation for house. It, it's all that I, I give it to you, Sharon. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. I was sitting here and I was just thinking like, yeah, time has changed. I have changed, but I am so glad to be here and to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Because I feel that it truly is a blessing to be able to remember when. Right, right. You know, because a lot of people don't get that opportunity. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to take every minute, be thankful for it, and do the best that I can with it. Sometimes things don't work, but the key is to stay in it. Right, or right. sometimes you have to switch. We talked about that before, you know, the whole pivot and switch. And I'm sure you've done it. I've done it. The thing I think at this age is to be authentic, Mm -hmm. be self-aware, because I do believe a lot of us, we miss that because we were doing so many things. We were figuring out so many things. We were, like I said before, said before, taking care of families, focusing on our education, career, and things of that nature, and never really taking time for us to see who we really are, what it is that makes us happy. What is it that we like and what we don't like? So what I started doing is I wrote a list. I make a list, Mm -hmm. right? And like you said, no bucket list, right? No bucket list. You don't have to call it that. You can call call it whatever whatever you want. want. That's right. Mm -hmm. Call it whatever you want. It's just about you truly knowing who you are and Mm -hmm. what it is and what you want to do at this stage in the game, Mm -hmm. you know, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. And, you know, we have to slow down 
enough to be able to enjoy ourselves. Right. You're on autopilot all the time. We've got work, we've got businesses, we've got friends, we've got family, we have ourselves. You know, it's just a, a constant always on, on the go. Sometimes, and this is what I'm trying to get myself out of, I try to take a break in the day where I just, just take a moment where I have to shut everything down. It doesn't matter how many emails are coming in for work. I give myself even working from home, my hour, my hour, because I need to disconnect and just shut it off for a minute. There is no way, even though we're sitting at home, even though I don't have the commute, I'm still working. It almost feels like working from home. I'm working harder than I was when I was actually in the office. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but if you don't slow down, if you don't give yourself a minute, you don't know when you're reaching that threshold where you're going to hit that wall and you're not going to be able to go any further. It's going to, your body or your, your mental or your body is going to break down at some point. It's going to tell you when you need to stop if you can't recognize it. So that's what I'm trying to do now is just kind of slow down and just kind of take everything in and just give myself that time. And I've learned that from you, Sharon, I have learned to start taking care of myself more and considering myself in my own self-care and creating a self-care ritual for my myself. So I'm going to thank you for that because I never thought about it. I never even knew that I needed to stop. And I never knew that I was worth stopping for, for my own self, mm. but I knew that I was worth stopping for everybody else to right. make sure that I had enough for them. Didn't know I had needed enough for myself. So those were the conversations that we had last year, trying to get through together through the pandemic. And they, they are life-changing for me. So I want to thank you for that really, because that was important. It was very, very important for me to hear those words. And that's why people like you and friends like you, you just need women like this in your life that have a sense of maturity, that have a sense of wisdom, that have been through something Mm -hmm. so they can pass that on to somebody else to help them. And that's what you've done for me. Oh, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you saying that. You got me all teary-eyed over here. Thank goodness they can't see. But... You know, and and it's the same when I reach out to you. And again, I am so thankful for that. Another thing that I think about is we should be there to help one another, you know, as women in this age group, but also with the knowledge and skills we have obtained through our life's journey to help the younger ones, because sometimes I feel like they're just out here. They missed a whole portion of life with the internet, social media, and just how things are being done. Like, where is the village? Yeah. Remember when we were back in high school and when a boy called you, he called your house and your mother was going to, you know, he Mm -hmm. couldn't call you after a certain time. Like we actually looked forward when the phone was ringing and, and now like everything is so, I I don't want to say I feel sorry for young women because I I don't want to say that that's not what I, what I mean, but the experiences of being, of someone courting you and someone just having to go through your mom and your dad in order to get to you and the, the kind of level of respect I think we had or that we received from, you know, the young men that we were dating. And I'm not saying everything was perfect because, you know, mm-hmm. we lived in Jersey City and Newark. We get it. Right. Okay. But with that being <laughs> said, no, and I'm, and I'm, I love all you guys. I'm just joking. But, but with that being said, just now everything is so quick and so, so fast and people 
people are getting online now and through text messages proposing to people like like things are just so everything is just so microwaved and so quick and so fast so the young women that are out there now I hope that they get to a place in their lives where they understand what their worth is, how worthy they are and how they are so special and they needed to be treated special. And their expectation of how they need to be treated is that they are, they're worthy and they're special. And I hope that that doesn't, you know, that doesn't miss them or, you know, this generation again is so different, but I hope that they understand that. And it is important for us to instill that in them for us to be there for us to talk about experiences and for us to open up and listen it is important for us to listen because we need to know the perspective of the newer generations we don't Mm -hmm. know what they're going through we don't know the struggles and things we didn't have social media to deal with we didn't have to deal with self-esteem issues in the way that young women have to deal with it now because everything now is so hyper focused on beauty and and all of that and we we didn't have those types of things that we worried about so i know it's different but it is important for us to turn back around and reach back and even if you don't understand it you need to listen we need mm-hmm. to open up and we need to listen. So, yeah, I mean, I, I listened to my mom's generation, got a lot of wisdom, even though it was different. Because in a heartbeat, I was told if there was a bunch of grown folks around, that's not your place. Right. You know what I mean? You, you know, and there's certain things that I would say I kind of switched that up when I had my children, but I understood the foundation of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what I'm really getting at, that there seems to be a loss in that, that we're missing something with our younger ones. So my goal, every time that I can talk to a young lady, I'm going to do it, you know, not to uh, jump on them and always express my feelings because, or my opinion, because a lot of times they want to talk. And they, or they want someone to listen and listening is as effective as talking because sometimes people don't need to hear your words. They need to hear their own. Mm, That's so good, Sharon. That's so good. That is so, so good. That is so good. Wow. And that is, that's true. When I try to talk things through with friends and they just listen The more that I talk, and it is so true what you just said, the more that I talk, the more that I realize that I'm talking myself out of the problem Mm -hmm. because I just needed to have a sounding board where someone was there just to, you know, listen to and let me express what I was feeling. And a lot of times my friends don't even have to say a word. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, all right, I got it. I'm good now. But you know what I mean? But it's true. You know, it, it is true. But that's what being an active listener is is being about. That's what being a true sister friend is being about. Just listening and just being there. Knowing when to talk, knowing when to listen. So there we go. But that comes with wisdom, right? That comes with a little wine, a little age, a little wisdom is when you get to that point, you understand that. That's right. I mean, look, with Generation X, where we at? (laughs) Our alphabets come on now we had some time we've been here for a minute it's funny because (laughs) i saw this post that said females 50 plus make up 23.6 percent of the world population wow come on now it's a lot of us out here imagine Mm -hmm. what would happen if we all pulled together Mm -mm -mm. the 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 accountability the resources Mm -hmm. we could change things 
we could in the fabulousness girl girl, girl what yes yes, yes what yes. what what i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm tell you this real quick because i do appreciate you and um your time but i was looking at uh growing up chrisley Christy Chrisley. It, it was a show and I flicked the channel and I saw it and this girl was on there and they had one of the old style phones and she says to the person oh in order for me to dial six I gotta wrap this thing around how many times and I'm uh-uh. looking at her like Mm-mm. they don't know anything about Mm-mm. they don't know too much about anything about our technology but we know about theirs Mm-hmm. And we were forced to know about theirs. <laughs> forced. Couldn't live, couldn't breathe, couldn't right. work if we didn't know about theirs. Girl, please. Somebody come into a uh, girl. Are you serious right now? Uh-uh. See, don't make me mad. See, now you're making me mad. I'm getting ready to find that episode and write it. Like, are you are you serious right now? I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, but you know what? I think that we are in good company. Like yeah. I recently saw that Disney World just celebrated their 50th anniversary. Uh-huh. Okay, the Price okay. is Right just celebrated theirs. I mean, come on, man. 50 is and great. you know what? I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Sesame Street is around our age too. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Okay, okay. Boy, don't you sleep on 50 That's and 50 right. plus because we're That's here. Right. Yes. We I are here. <laughs> Kim, I want to thank you so, so much for joining me. The things that we talk about, yeah, we're we're from Jersey, but the things that we discussed today is worldwide. It doesn't yes, matter where yes, you yes. are. All these things apply. You may be in another country and you're listening, but I'm sure that if you stop and think about the things that we were saying, you'll come up with something too that happened in your area, in your life, right? It's time to live. Like you said earlier, 50 is not a death sentence. It's a time to celebrate. Be authentic to who it is that you are. Take the opportunity to get to know who you are and live your best life. Live your best life live your best life you ain't never lie girl (laughs) there's always going to be change and Mm -hmm. we're going to keep encountering it i'm gonna have to do another show on this whole dating thing because i'm glad i'm out of that rat race girl you you i'll listen to that episode i'm good over here thank Mm. god trust to believe it took a long time to get there so oh girl I'm just Girl. like, are you serious with this? What is going on? Did this man, he looked like he done passed over. He got on a white suit with a carnation in his pocket and the picture is slanted. Did y'all, did y'all post Mm-mm. the wrong picture? <laughs> Sarah, I feel for you, my friend. I feel for you. Oh my goodness gracious. Thank you, Lord. I have been delivered from that. Cause yes. I just... <laughs> But uh, but no, Sharon, any man that finds you has found a good thing. And that man is coming. You are not going to have to look. He will be there. He's going to be coming in your path. And he is going to be a very blessed and happy man. So that's where we're going with that. Thank you. I received that. And I thank you for that. I'm doing my self work to make sure that what he is to me and for me, 
I am the same for him. So I believe what you're saying is true. It's coming. Right. It's going to happen. That's right. If That's not, right. y'all going to see me on the news just streaking uh, up honey, and down your the Your girls will be right behind you. Don't even worry about it. Okay? You will not do that all by yourself. We'll be there. Oh, we'll my gosh. <laughs> As always, it is a pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure. It was a pleasure, Sharon. You. Thank you so much. It was it was really <laughs> a fun way to end my day today. And I am so, I'm so super excited for you. And thank you for putting it down for Gen X women and Black women and just women. Just thank you for doing that and just being who you are and providing this platform so that we can just just have fun. We can talk about some stuff and we can just have fun. So thank you for that. And thank you for inviting me. You are always welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Unapologetic at 50. Together, we will learn how to maneuver life's challenges while being our authentic selves without regret. Remember to subscribe to Unapologetic at 50 to be notified of new episodes. Don't be salty with me if you are the last to know. And never apologize for being the best version of you. All right now, Kim, before you go, please tell us about your podcast and the other things that you're doing and how someone can connect with you. Sure. Thank you. Um, So my podcast is called Sisters Connect, and it is a podcast that is really dedicated to amazing women like you. It's all the women that I admire, who inspire me, women that I've met along my life journey. So it's just conversations with those women. A lot of those women are like you and me over the age of 50, you know, so we have our conversations just about life and the things that matter to us. Um, So you can find me on my website at sistersconnect.com. That's S-I-S T-A-H-S connect.com. There you can uh, listen to the podcast. You can also go on Apple or anywhere that you listen to podcasts to check it out. So I hope that you'll follow. And then also too, as a podcaster, um, you know, my love is teaching that is so important to me. Um, So I am also teaching podcast courses and uh, you took the course, but I'm revamping in and in November, I'm going to be offering that course um, on demand on Teachable. So if you'd like to check out the course, you're interested in learning how to podcast, you can also go to the website at sistersconnect.com and get more information about it there. Wow, that is awesome. Yes. And if you're interested in doing anything with your podcast, you definitely want to reach out to Kim. Uh, She was truly a blessing to me in many different ways, but especially with the podcast, I would not have known anything about podcasting or even decided to go in this direction. So Again, I thank you and I look forward to you coming back to the show. You are welcome anytime. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to take that invitation. I'm going to take that invitation. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun and um, I can't wait to connect with you more outside of the podcast. Absolutely. Be talking to you soon. Stay well. All right. You too. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Unapologetic at 50. 
Together, we will learn how to maneuver life's challenges while being our authentic selves without regret. Remember to subscribe to Unapologetic at 50 to be notified of new episodes. Don't be salty with me if you are the last to know. And never apologize for being the best version of you.